ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, IFRFG's podcast. Now, you know you guys are getting used to, to John Hoffman, so but don't get too comfortable. Here I am. I, I, I'm giving y'all, y'all, John's got the, 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 the star players, the Ashley Hatch, the Kevin Paredes. He's got all those interviews. I'm giving y'all, y'all meat and potatoes. I'm getting y'all ready for Saturday. Uh, and joining us on the podcast, we had them on last time. Uh, at least one of them has returned from last time. We have uh, from the Duke by the River podcast. We got John, we got Justin, we got Zach. All here to preview uh, the upcoming game, uh, DC United versus the Philadelphia Union in Philadelphia. Uh, I've been out to y'all stadium many, many times. I'm a little bit sad I won't be able to make it out. Um, I actually went up as a Richmond Kickers fan for the Open Cup game once. That was a that was a lot of fun. A lot a lot of good memories over at that over at that stadium. Uh, but guys, welcome to the show. What's going on, man? Thanks for having us. How's it us. going, everyone? Thanks for having yeah. me back. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so let's get right into it. Uh, John, you got you got here first. I was kind of surprised how quickly you guys got in on the show, but I appreciate it. Just, just, Justin, Justin's the one running a little bit late. He was oh, one who was he arrived <laughs> right on time. He's coming from West Virginia. Uh, he gets an excuse here. Oh man, West Virginia, huh? That's, I did not know that. That's that's cool. Um, all right, uh, I'll start with you, John. You, you were the you were the first to arrive. So uh, right now you got Philly sitting uh, sitting third in the East, uh, but you guys are, are coming are coming off a bit of a, a winless streak. Uh, two draws and a loss. Uh, any concerns? Any panic in uh, in Union Land? Oh, dude, there's always panic in Union Land. When you're talking about <laughs> Philly sports fans, we we always try to find something to panic. Now, but me personally, I mean, look, it's it's not a good look, right? Yeah, you, you draw to Chicago up in Chicago gets a bad team. You lose to Nashville uh, on Fourth of July, July weekend on, on all weekends, nonetheless. And then, of course, last Thursday on a rainy, ugly, noisy night, uh, the Union find a way to squeak out a point. Um, I think right now with the union or what you're seeing from the union, like we have this new uh, DP, right? Daniel Gazdak, he's coming in as an attacker, right? We've seen him play the 10. We see him play as that false nine, that holding guy. Um, And it's right now the chemistry is lacking. I think that's really what it is. Uh, The attack is just missing that chemistry that you kind of seen in the past, but there's no need to panic, right? Just the more games are going to get into it. We're in the middle of summer. These guys will figure it out. I, we trust Jim. I mean, I mean, you, you, you know, there, Ted, how, how good Jim has been with this team. So uh, for me personally, there, there is no panic. This stuff, this stuff does happen. I mean, not every year is going to be like 2020 when you're running through and you're beating New England like six straight times and, you know, you get the supporter shield. So no panic, Union fans, no panic. <laughs> Zach, any, 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 do you concur with him? Um, uh, for the most part, yeah, but I'm, I'm a little more uh, worried than, than John is here. I, um, and, and for those of you who don't know, I'm the resident pessimist on the Dubai River podcast. <laughs> yes, he is. We need Zach. Um, we need Zach for this. Um, I, I actually, I don't like to call myself a pessimist. I like to call myself a realist. Um, so I, I think I'm not too, I'm not as worried about the results as how we've played in the results. Cause it's not as if like we've dominated games and teams have squeaked by getting like lucky goals or whatever. We've had to like fight throughout these games to actually get these points. And if you guys watched the last, I know it was raining and stuff, but 64% pass accuracy at halftime is not good, not good enough um, at any level that you're playing. Um, So I think that, um, like teams are starting to kind of figure out this diamond that Jim's running in the middle. And I think a big thing that uh, we're going to have to see from Jim is his ability to adjust the system, it, not necessarily change it entirely, but adjust it where teams are going to have to refigure it out. Um, like they've been trying to do for the past two years, two, three years. Um, 
so yeah that's really my whole thing is how will jim uh react and how will these guys react to these past couple really poor performances um and will we see changes in the lineup will we see changes in the system and what will those changes be yeah so i was thinking about it because uh Despite being in West Virginia, I was able to watch the uh, the the Union game. A uh, few of the people that I was with, uh, I have season tickets with, so of course they wanted to watch the game, and most of us are soccer heads, so I threw it on. And I, I don't think I'm necessarily I, I, I'm not leaning towards pessimism, but I'm not overly optimistic. I saw flashes. I do like God's dog at that false nine. Actually, I know he's he played predominantly Damn. there actually for his Hungarian team, um, where he did help them stave off relegation. Uh, seems to be a common thing with some of our attacking players and staving off relegation and then not scoring here. I mean, I know it's early for God's dog, I don't want to go down the Vooten trail, on, but that's a, that's a that's a spiral <laughs> no one wants to go down just yet. Um, but from what I saw between him and, and Casper, I, I like Gazdag's link, uh, his link-up play. I like how he drops deep, and he's willing to push it up. And there were a few chances where he was just – they were just off. And that's just getting playing time here. That's getting – it's not like they're not creating the chances. They're not f- scrapping hard. That's the one thing in the last few years this team has done well is its ability to – you know, get scrappy and and grind out ugly results. It, you know, this style it, it, it's supposed to be high flying counter attacking, but the way that this that Jim you know coaches his team, the one thing he he you know coaches is just not giving up that relentless you know that that hustle. And the the Union are, I mean, a lot of teams have said they're one of the best conditioned teams in the league. That is one thing that Jim makes sure doesn't matter. You're not going to have, you know, the, the, the Zlatans, the Chicharitos, the David Villas, but you're going to have a ton of guys that are going to work their ass off and they're going to create chances. Unfortunately, obviously they have not had some great success. The goal, you know, that came off of PK was a result of a very unfortunate back pass and, and Matt freeze, you know, who I can't imagine what he's going through considering you know, his father passing that week and the rain. And I know he had a lot on his mind. It was an unfortunate situation, but you know, it, it was a bad, it was a bad play. You, know, you have a new goalie come in, they convert the PK and then the union find a way to get a point. Like in past years, you might not have said that about this team. We definitely have cases where, Oh, don't want nothing down a man. Forget it. There's no way we're coming back. So while it, it it's, not been a, an amazing run of form. I still see the semblances of that post CCL run team for we're about that, that month and a half or so where the, the union were starting to climb up the table and starting to be again, showing themselves as one of the top teams in the East. And yet, yeah, listen, it's, it's the summer you have gold cup you, right now. I mean, the union are going to be without Andre Blake, Corey Burke and Alvis Powell two of which are key starters. But you know what? I, I think, you know, the one thing the union have that a lot of teams might not, it's depth. And I think that's one thing that, you know, union DC matches, they're always ugly. <laughs> whether they're close <laughs> or whether they're always ugly. That's how it's always been. And we've, we've seen some ugly games. I've definitely been in a few where 
the number of red cards has definitely has definitely gone up gone up pretty high. But you know what? That's what you love about the you know the team two teams in such close proximity to each other. The best part is when Mark McKenzie's just ripping goals, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh let's talk. Um, so I found it interesting you guys actually signed a Destiny player because I actually I did not know you guys had just signed a new. De- I'm even looking for him on the roster and I can't find him. Uh, but uh, is that a symbol of any? Because I mean, we all know the union have sort of developed into a team that has uh, obviously has a great academy. They've been pushing their academy. They haven't been a team that's really uh, been able to spend much. You guys obviously had, uh, I think, Marco Fabian, uh, the Mexican international, um, uh, on a free transfer. Uh, but, I mean, is this a sign that maybe there's a recognition that, you know, you guys talk about you want to be the Ajax, but, you know, you sell players. You sell players like Brendan Aronson. Uh, you have to figure out how to replace those players. Uh, is this sort of an admission maybe that, well, we want we want to still be that team that develops, but, you know, we know we need to, to maybe break the bank, uh, bring in a designated player if we want to maybe keep ourselves at that at that uh, at that high level in the Eastern Conference. Um, we'll start. So, yeah, go ahead, Justin. I would say I think that's a fair, a fair assumption to make. Um, you know, yeah, you, 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 you're, you know, the fruits of your labor for the academy finally come through and you sell two of your, you're the best players that you've had come through your ranks for, you know, the way that Brendan's going and the way that Mark's going, you know, that those initial fees are going to come pretty high. And then the sell-ons, the union will be, will be raking in the money to come. I don't doubt that, uh, especially Brendan with his trajectory, the national team, I, I don't doubt that he's, he's going to have a great career. Um, but I think, yeah, I think you're starting to see that the, the union that, that Ernst Tanner, which by the way, the, the man basically almost, you know, has, has no misses when it comes to scouting the man, uh, the one thing that he does that I, I did not like about Ernie Stewart is he's not afraid to, he's, he's, you know, he loves going into the markets that he knows, but he's not afraid to go into the markets that he doesn't know, but still has contacts in and gets, you know, gets those, those scouting networks out and, yeah, you're starting to see the spending go up. I mean, Jam- you know, Jamir Montero was around two million. Gazdag was around one point eight two million. So the spending's going up. Now, is it ever going to reach five or six? I doubt it. We but you know, the the union <laughs> the union aren't the teams that like you look at some teams that are spending and spending and spending. And I will use I use them as an example all the time. FC Cincinnati. Look at what they just spent fifteen million dollars on Brenner. <laughs> Where are they? They're still bottom of the table. I'm sorry, like, Justin. Those wooden spoons are expensive, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what? They, 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 they got to get the you know the nice the you know the wood polish for that. It's gonna got to look nice. <laughs> but yeah, like I use them as a prime example and say to, to you know some of our you know some of our fans who were like, why aren't they spending? I go, do you want to be FC Cincinnati? <laughs> no. Uh, and then the obviously obviously answer is no. Like don't get me wrong. Would I love to splash some some money on some great DPS? Yeah. But I also know that the union have great academy players. That Ernst Tanner is great at scouting. That yeah, we can get a we can get a a, a DP for around two million, which is two to three. At some point, when you get above that one million into the two to three, you're starting to get the players. You're starting to get the Diego Valeris and the Sebastian Blancos. Like you're getting players that are not as going to be well known, but they're going to be good players for those teams, and. Yeah, that's what the union are doing, and I'm okay with that. And I'm starting to you're starting to see more and more investment into not just the academy, but the roster itself. And that's why you have you know 
people laughed about, you know, having Alvis Powell as a backup. Well, he's filled in, you know, when he's needed to give Baizo some rest, especially when he has international duty. And, oh, yeah, Andre Blake's, you know, on with the, with the national team, and Matt Freeze has a red card. Well, aren't you glad you have four goalies now on your roster? <laughs> like, it might sound crazy, but the spending and this team has started to go up, and you're still starting to see the same results, the same dry, the same hunger. So I think the union are trending upwards. It is just I'm glad that – you know, for all of us who've been there since the beginning, it's, you know, it's been a long slog and we've had some bad years. And I would say prior to 2017, there was not a lot to be hopeful for. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know, you swung and missed twice on the Open Cup. I'm sorry, three times because I was at the third one <laughs> in Houston. Trust me, that was not fun going down three nothing inside of 25 minutes. But you know what? In the last few years. The, that patience that you know that that waiting for something to happen has finally paid off and i can honestly say like I, I don't think i've ever been happier to be a union fan because i know that this team has a a a goal a drive to to get improve and that supporter shield was i think just the the start of what could be hopefully a a better philadelphia union team let me tell you the secret to winning the Open Cup. You just have a historically bad season, and and just like absolutely historically bad, and 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 you find you find a way to win it. Um, last time, uh, last time, uh, DC United uh, played the Union, one nothing win for you guys. Uh, I, I was kind of surprised by Jim Curtin's tactics. Uh, he kind of just sat back and sort of let uh, let DC have the ball and basically rolled it out and said, "Try to score, see what you can do." Uh, obviously, uh, DC United is, is, uh, let me tell you all, if you haven't been watching, which I don't, you know, I don't blame you. We're not on national TV. We're not every week. I understand, uh, DC and, and you probably saw the scoreline against Toronto. So maybe the secret's out, uh, but DC's found their attack a little bit. Um, I'll start with Zach since Zach's the pessimist and I, I need a good boost, uh, heading into Saturday. Uh, do you anticipate that you'll see the same strategy that you saw, uh, in the, in the home leg for DC? Um, I think that it's definitely possible. Although with the um, with the new acquisition of Gazdag, um, we could see something different. Although I, I genuinely believe that this team is better when they don't have the ball, um, because they're so good at countering, or at least they were before this run of three games where they've been relatively poor. Um, but I, I mean, and even, I mean, I guess their goal against Red Bulls wasn't really a counter, but um, they did have, they did have a man advantage going through on that throw in to, uh, to get it into Sergio. But um, yeah, I think that we could definitely see something very similar because despite um, the uh, DC United finding their attack a little bit, um, the union still are fairly stout defensively when it comes to uh, MLS standards. Like they don't really, besides this uh, Chicago game, they don't really give up multiple goals in games. Um, it happens on occasion, but not very often. So I could definitely see Jim just sitting in again and being like, listen, if you want to come attack us, you better keep three or four back because we're going to have, because from what I saw from Gazdag too, he looked very like pacier than I thought he would. Um, he looks like he can run those channels if need be. Um, so you can play him up top with, with Casper because you're not sacrificing any pace. 
I mean, obviously you're sacrificing some pace because Sergio is faster than almost everyone, but um, you're not sacrificing as much pace as you were when you had Corey Burke up there with Casper. Um, two guys who aren't extremely pacey. Burke's got some pace, but Gazdag looked like he could really move. Um, and yeah, so I, I would not be surprised at all if Jim just decided to sit back again and let you guys come at us because uh, Lesnes and Elliot have been solid. Uh, Baizo Wagner do their job. 1v1 defending. Um, very good. The only thing that might change it is the fact that we do not have either Freeze or Blake in net this week. Um, so that might change the strategy a little bit because uh, Joe Bendick is not, you know. You mean most, it's not Greg Ranjitsing time? The most ideal. Well, co- apparently it's not. Apparently they <laughs> announced that uh, Joe would be uh, Joe would be starting. But um yeah, he's not the ideal guy you want in that. So we'll see. I, I think they're going to – I think they are definitely going to sit back um, and maybe even, like, do something crazy, like have Martinez, if, if he starts, just really sit deep in between those two center backs just in case because they really don't want shots being taken this week. Jose sitting back? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, it's not what he likes to do, but <laughs> – which is crazy as a defensive midfielder that you don't like to – Sit back, but it, you know. You know what? Justin might need to suit up and, and play some goal. Justin, it might get be in there, time, man. brother. Get in there. <laughs> they, 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 they don't, they don't need the. Uh, they don't, they don't need, they don't need me. I'm, I'm. Uh, <laughs> listen, let's just say I'm that uh, my my better years are behind me. <laughs> my better years are behind me too. Too I only I, I could maybe step in. I have a uh, I have a year of JV and a year of varsity. So that that would be my that would be what I would bring to the table, and I and I would totally I would totally save every goal. I would just I would every totally one, try every single one. <laughs> totally wouldn't let you know let DC just score on me. Um, uh, anything anyone else uh, either uh, John or Justin anything else you want to y'all want to add to that or you're the tactics side Justin. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean Zach kind of hit it in the nail on the head there when it comes to the way that that Jim has been lining up lately I mean I think your back four isn't going to change I, I mean it, that's the one consistent thing and that's the one thing that I mean even when you lost, you lost one nothing to Nashville it wasn't like your defense was bleeding goals so you know what why why change it that that back four of Wagner Elliot Glesnes and Baizo works pretty well um, the midfield, and that's where it gets really interesting because I've been saying this on our pod. You have so many options. It's it's you know it, it's a it's a you know it's a it's a gaggle of riches. Just okay, who do you put in? I, I think El Brujo definitely, obviously, is your is your is your starter at this point in the defensive mid. Even though I love Leon back there, I think having him as a shuttler because he's got pace. I think he has to be one of the faster players on this team because you, you see him take the ball and, and, you know, bam, he's gone up 30 yards and it's like, it's like that. So I think he probably is going to be on the left, obviously Ali on the right. Uh, given that most likely I think God's dog will probably be up top. I'm going to say Jamiro plays at the 10. It's not my preferred position for him. I like him more as a shuttler, but you know, he definitely has some good, some, some you know, passing range. And then, it's, it's going to be Gazdog and Casper up top. I think you save Sergio for a second half sub, maybe around like 60, 65 when Jim like usually likes to make those subs. And 
I think you're not pro- you're probably going to want to be on the front foot. I know normally the gym kind of likes to wait and sit in, but with the team, I think the way that they played on, on Thursday against the Red Bull wasn't exact, was kind of more, you know, they tried to, you know, play out, but I think they, with the, with the conditions, they really kind of sat back because it really wasn't conducive to any, and that ball was all over the place and, and the players definitely were a little off, but I think, Union getting back to that counterattacking style that they like in that pressing style, I think you're going to see them want to kind of get off to an early start. So I think you're going to see a lot of, a lot of pressure. And that's why we said, you know, guys like, yeah, obviously doesn't have Sergio speed, but you're not really losing any speed up top. If it was, if it was Casper and Corey. Did did I read that Jamiro is out for this game because of a uh, yellow card accumulation? Okay, then at that point, well, I don't think it's, it's Fontana back. I'm trying to. I'm you know. assuming that it's going to be Leon at, at that left center mid spot. Um, so then, does that like then that brings into okay, maybe maybe McGlynn, maybe Sullivan. Yeah. Maybe maybe we have Paxton Aronson. Yeah, like, or maybe Gazdag does play that attacking mid. <laughs> you do play have, Sergio with Casper uh, up top, which I yeah. honestly would love to see because. The pace between those two and then Casper just kind of doing his thing, I think would be a super dangerous combo. And that's the thing. That front three would probably be amazing. But, yeah, that again, that's going back to the gaggle of riches that, like, oh, yeah, you have all these young kids. And, oh, yeah, we, you know, we might bring Sergio off the bench or we can just start him for 65, 70 minutes and let him run wild. Yeah. And then when he gets tired, you know what? You just settle back into, like, a 4-2-3-1 and, leave, let, you know, let Casper do his thing up top. So yeah, I was I was gonna be uh I, I was gonna ask y'all like you guys got a lot of people like you got Andre Blake, Alvis Powell, Corey Burke, um obviously uh Jamiro on yellow cards in your uh presumed backup goalkeeper though. I I, I contend I think Joe Bindex a, a solid backup, so I'm not really concerned about that. Uh but it seems to me, um Justin I'll, uh, uh John, I'll let you respond to this since uh, I haven't given you much of a chance. Um is it very much just kind of like a next man up mentality in Philly where where you just have the depth that you can just like you throw, throw guys in there and yep, you're up. Let's go. Yeah, man. It, it's, it's pretty much, I mean, you know, we, I always make the, the reference, like the union always play like the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles. Like, you know, Carson Wentz goes down, Nick Foles goes in and wins you a Super Bowl. But like Jim always predicates on that. And it's funny because when you, when you see the training and you see, you hear him in the press conference, he really bases off of what goes on in, in training. But it's because like everyone is trying to play at a high level to get on the starting eleven. So when your time is up, man, you better show Jim what you got. And and I loved seeing that from everyone. You know, uh, Zach and Justin kind of alluded to it. Even these young kids, it's funny they come in and, and it's like nothing. You don't skip a beat. And you would think like when you play kids, like your 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 attack or your team would would miss a little bit of something, but. These kids come in and they already know what exactly to do. You know, this this type of mentality has been here for the last couple of years. Now, I've you know, a couple of years ago, I was like, okay, the union have a good enough team. There's depth. And a lot of, not a lot of teams have that. But now I feel like this team has the skill and it has the depth as well. It'll be re- it really will be tested because obviously DC, you guys, you guys are feeling yourself, right? And I, I don't I didn't mention this, but I'm really intrigued by Hernando Lozada's tactics. You know, obviously come from the Bielsa tr- uh, tree there. Uh, and it's 3-4-3. Three, three. You know, we've seen teams use five back sets, three back sets to kind of neutralize this midfield. I'm curious how Lozada's tactics is, is going to work and try to uh, try to freeze up this diamond because it, it, it's it, 
it's not that it's gotten stale, but it's kind of gotten figured out a little bit. And it's up to the union to try to get back to their game, you know, play the physical style of, of soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. Um, do that, get that high press working. And, uh, and I feel like eventually over time, this midfield will start to figure out that chemistry, but man, next man up, it, it is really the mentality here. Let me tell y'all, it is awesome to DC has not had depth. If you ever watched uh, Ben Olsen teams, it was always like you had your 11 and then maybe one or two players afterwards. Uh, we're starting to feel this like this depth. You know, if if someone this center midfield is injured, you got Moses Nyman, who's an amazing talent. Um, we're going to be actually the uh, the the we, nothing official yet. But uh, golf has reported that um, Brendan Heinzeich looks like he might actually be out for an extended amount of time. Uh, but we've got. You know, Fred Brilliant, we've got Steve Birnbaum coming back. Uh, so it's kind of almost like a, we're, we're just, you know, we're just next man up. Let's go. Um, obviously, uh, uh, you know, we've got absences to the Gold Cup, um, but we've got a lot of talent kind of sitting in there that's that's been sort of sitting and, and starting to develop. So uh, I, we definitely love the the depth. The depth is very good to have. It's, it's a very good feeling uh, to have that depth. Um, all right, let's get to, uh, we've got about three more minutes. Let's go ahead and get into some, uh, get into some predictions for the upcoming game. Uh, we'll start with we'll start with Justin uh, since you're 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 now a, you are, you have achieved friend of the show status when you come on twice. That's my that's my that's my rule. Uh, what do you got for the upcoming prediction on this game? Uh, everyone knows I try to be I try not to be overly optimistic. I don't I don't go into the the Tim territory as 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 Tim was with me the last time. Tim is our is our expert <laughs> optimist on the show. Zach Zach counteracts that, so I'm kind of I'm I, I try to be <laughs> I try to hedge our bets on on this. Um, I I think even with obviously you know going down to your third goalkeeper, um, yeah, you're missing Corey Burke, but you still have most of your options available. I'm not too concerned with the recent form. I think getting back home, the Union. You know, the last few years have been pretty good at home. And so I think that trend continues. Um, I do think DC gets an early goal, um, but I think uh, with that front three, potentially of God's dog, Casper and Sergio, I think they start to make their presence known by the end of the half. Um, and I think they, I think it's going to be a two to one game. Uh, I think, I think God's dog finally uh, breaks, you know, breaks, you know, gets onto the, the score sheet and, and gets a nice, I'm going to say it's going to be a chip uh, from close in range because that, if you look at his highlights, that tends to be his thing. And then I think Casper, Casper this year has, I mean, he, not a lot of people, he's not been everyone's favorite player, but he's been the most consistent scorer this year. I mean, he gets, he gets in those positions and he's been, been in the back of the net. That's all you can ask for him at this point. Um, so I think it's a, a two-one union game. It's gonna be a tight one. I think it's two-one, like the seventy-fifth, and the last fifteen minutes are probably gonna be, as our as our uh, our boss uh, Liam Jenkins likes to say, uh, squeaky bum time, and it'll be a, a, a very uh, very tight end of the game. But uh, I see the union getting back to their winning ways, even though I was tempted for a draw. But I think it's gonna be a two-one game. Oh, I'm interested right. to see what Zach's got to say. Justin, jump on in, man. What do you got? Or you mean me, John? Oh, oh John. Sorry. Oh, no worries. Uh, no worries. I'll, I'll take, yeah, I'll take this. Uh, it's unfunny because I, Justin literally took my scoreline. I predict a 2-1 win here. 
I'm a little concerned about the uh, the guys that we're out with. You know, you know, you're missing Andre, you're missing uh, Matt Freeze as well. I mean, you know, that's that's definitely a, a factor. Jamiro Montero is not going to be be in there. Corey Burke, who's been big as well, is not going to be in there. I'm a little bit concerned about that. And DC, man, we you guys, we haven't lost you guys in what five matches now. It's been it's mm-hmm. been it's been a couple seasons now since you guys have beaten us. And, and I don't know. I, I definitely don't feel too comfortable. But what I do know is what we talked about earlier. This team is super resilient. And like you mentioned, it is the next man up mentality that this team does have. I see this team. I see DC going up maybe like in a 40 minute, like a little bit before halftime. It's they get a goal. Right. And, you know, town, uh, town, I wanted to say town energy there. Subaru Park is going to go wild. You know, everyone's going to be, be upset. And then in the second half, we'll find a way to get to squeak out some two goals. It'll come in like like 75th and 85th minute and it'll be an, a great night we're gonna squeak one out this i don't think this team is it's full uh it's full self in 2021 yet i think it's still gonna take some time and i'll be okay with the 2-1 win come saturday night zach what do you got um i think it's gonna be 3-1 union what? Wait a minute. That's what? the most optimistic scoreline. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think that. Um, I, I I wanted to say three two, but being at home, I think that the defense is gonna play inspired because it's Joe back there, and they know they have to. Um, <laughs> extra, extra. And I think that it's going to be Gazdag's coming out party. I think he's going to get two goals and an assist. And, um, yeah, I just yeah, – feel when you have a gut feeling, you don't go against the gut feeling. You know what I mean? It, 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 John, I don't know if you could tell, but John and I are both kind of like a bit of a stunned face. Yeah, no, I, I got yeah, – <laughs> Definitely no. the most optimistic scoreline Zach has ever said. Yeah, I think 3-1 unit. I think it's going to be three one unit. Now, to be fair, wait a second. In Champions League, when we played Saprissa, I did say they were going to win two nothing both times. Okay, so I was optimistic then. Then they started playing in the in the MLS, and then I became less optimistic. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I I haven't felt this way since Iguain put that goal in the home opener this this season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. Uh, yeah, I'm going to see how I was debating how confident you guys are very confident, which means I always want to go for like the prediction to like bring y'all down a level uh, because I'm, I'm I'm confident about DC. I think I think I agree with you guys. We're going to score first. I think we're going to try to hold on then for the win. Uh, and then I think you guys are going to sneak one. And I think we're going to we're going to learn a lesson we learned against New York, which I don't know if you guys saw that where we took an early lead. We held on. We held on. And then we gave it up uh, two goals in like the last six minutes to lose it. Um, and I think. Uh, Hernan talked about how uh, he's sorry because he pushed a lot of like attacking and going from the front foot. And, and he thinks maybe he let one go there. But um, I'm going to one one draw this game. Uh, guys, thank you so, so much for joining us. Uh, I'll let uh, I'll let uh, I'll let whoever wants to jump in. Who wants to tell you all where you can find where we can listen uh, if we want to learn about uh, more about the union. Justin, you got want to get this one? Uh, sure. Uh, if you want to, if you want to follow us, we are, uh, Duke by the river, Duke by river pod on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, sir. And, yes. uh, we, we are on the Philadelphia sports network. Uh, we live stream PSN currently season. on, uh, I believe John, I believe on the L parts um, on, on your, on your live stream, which will be tomorrow night. So, um, other than that, uh, you can catch myself at, at Union Nut 26. Uh, obviously, John at El Parcero Philly. And Just Parcero Philly. No no Parcero more L. 
Twitter and, took that away and, from us. And uh, and and Zach at uh, is that Z Lobaso? Uh, Z Lobo, Z L O B O nine eight. On uh, Twitter, yeah. That uh, John, we appreciate. I uh, appreciate coming back again. I appreciate being a friend of the show, and I uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, Ted, yeah seriously, absolutely. thank you so much for having us in on on tonight. It was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate you guys coming on, helping us get ready for Saturday. Uh, guys, uh, be sure to check out our Patreon page. If you are a Patreon, you got to listen to this show early, so we thank you. But if you want to get involved, uh, go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash rfkrefugees. Uh, also, check us out on Twitter. We're on Instagram as well. Uh, thank you all so, so much for listening, and we will catch you guys uh, back on Monday, I believe, for our live show. Vamos. Do. Thank you.